good shepherd in each place of our lives. One of the places that I find that Jesus is operating, as well as all other places, is codependency. This is, this is an area where much negativity can be taking place. But yet, Jesus doesn't give up on our, our codependency. He will be the great shepherd that will nurture us along the way, nurture us out of it. So where you and I can be entangled in trying to fix ourselves, trying to take matters into our own hands, trying to rescue ourselves, okay, or other people for that matter, or according to people pleasing. God, who is Jesus, the good shepherd, never stops nurturing you and I to go further. Jesus is bridging the gap. God the Father is so kind in the uh, reconciliation process. He's kind to people when people turn our backs on us. He's very gentle and gracious where we do and I get entangled in areas. And it's the power of God's mercy that keeps any of us from blocking on with any one of the journey. Isaiah 41 verse 13. God the Holy Spirit is extending an offer to you and I, which is very helpful and has great hope attached to it. For I, the Lord, your God, will hold your right hand. I am the Lord who said to you, fear not, I will help you. So we see right away God's desire that he has the ability, he wouldn't use these words if he didn't have the ability to help us, and also make a difference in our lives. So he says to us that he's patient to hold our hands. You say, how do you know he's patient? He doesn't say he's going to drop our hands. He doesn't say he's going to let go. So these words were written. While anger was getting the best of me, while depression was my portion, and while the voice of insecurity was saying, oh, you can't do this. Now, if, now, if God were to stop, stop, never stop holding your hand, your right hand, that means his perseverance is going to get the best of your anger and fear. Secondly, he's going to seek relief to you in the process. Why in the process? Because in the process, many times we're faced with emotional and mental distraught in our lives. But yet, he still believes in you and I. Even when the author against us in these areas, he believes in you and I, okay, in these places. And he says, I'm going to maintain a good work on to them. I'm going to open, make an open display to each one of them just how good I am by continuously replenishing their earth, not just the earth, their earth, the earth in our heart. So, as I told the men on Friday, get ready to say goodbye to taking one step forward and two steps backwards. I'm not saying this will not happen to us again. I am saying that God is going to to uh, save us into a different norm. And we start to see pockets of this in Matthew 6, 26 to verse 7. Jesus said, look at the birds of the air. <coughs> they neither sow, nor reap, nor gather into bonds. Yet your heavenly Father keeps feeding them. Are you not worth much more than they? 
are by worry and being anxious can add one unit of measure and stature or his stature to this to span of his life. Therefore, the great shepherd of the chief reaches out and he says, I'm going to continue to calibrate your heart. I'm going to continue to cal recalibrate your thinking. I'm going to do it because of my kindness towards you. Okay, over and over again, my kindness will keep extending itself to you. He's doing this when we're stuck in these places, before you and I come out. And then in 2 Timothy 4, the Apostle Paul is letting us know how considerate and thoughtful he is towards us. And the Lord, indeed, the Lord certainly will deliver and draw me to himself from every evil assault of evil. He will preserve and bring me safe into his heavenly kingdom. To him be glory forever and ever. So we see whatever circumstances we are up against, they matter to God the Father. In other words, your safety, your well-being completely matter to him. And, and if Paul says he, he would draw him to himself, well, then love has the power to stabilize every evil attack. Love has the power to put its imprint on the area that's coming against your eyes. People in this greater New York City area, many of them are just like I was, very addicted to excitement. They get bored very easily, but they don't know his desire is for them. They don't know his desire is for them to excel in every place of boredom. We are going to see, you and I, miracles like we have never seen. The church, it says, made prayer for Peter. The one Jesus said, I will build my church, and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. So Jesus is saying here, the missing parts of the family, the one today that's suicidal, the one today that's depressed, many of our children, okay? God has to gently reach them because they learn how to use their ego as a means of self-protection. Yes, our God has to reach them very gently, very gently, okay? Because uh, they have used this for a long, long time. It's just like God said to Paul. He said, Paul, Paul, why are you persecuting me? And he's saying to many today, you know, that are operating their ego and their defense mechanism. He's saying, I have a gigantic plan for your life. Why are you making it harder for me to reach and before you and reconcile you? I love you. And the reason our God has to go very gently because there's a lot of history behind this ego. God has to have great mercy in this place because we try to wall him out. Yes, he says, I have everlasting arms of love around you, even during your own prison time, which you have created. How? Because our prison cannot separate him from the love of God 
Lord is blessed and back to you. Amen. Amen. Thank you so 